It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Swung a bars to left field deep. Fair going back. Looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, that wasn't the prettiest game out there for the Oakland Athletics. Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with the A's Clubhouse Show. The number, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And Ken, I think two stats we're going to be looking at tonight. R-I-S-P and L-O-B. Yeah, they weren't pretty for the A's. When you go 0 for 13 in the R-I-S-P... As we said on the broadcast, I'm not sure I recall a time which the A's had 10 opportunities in the first four innings of a game, and they were 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position after, you know, the first four innings tonight. So that was rough, and the you know the tone was set in the first inning because Pham let off the game with a home run for the Padres. The A's had second and third with nobody out in the bottom of the first and didn't score, and that was really the ball game in microcosm, just going all the way back to the first inning. And speaking of fan going deep to lead off the game, here it is. Outfield toward right. Here's a 3-2 to Pham. Swung on a five ball. Well hit to left center. Canada going back, looking up, and it's gone. Tommy Pham, a drive over the wall in left center, a leadoff home run. And that quickly, it's 1-0 San Diego. His 12th home run. Man, he's, he's been a good pro for a couple teams for many years. Vegas kid, yeah, third team, the Padres. He is. He, he can play a lot of positions. And, yeah, no, I like Pham. And he, he also leads the Padres in walks. So that's one reason, of course, he's batting leadoff for them. And then Machado with smoke went back up the middle and hit on the inner thigh of Sean Manaya. They would get the out. Boy, he's going to have a big bruise for a while. And, you know, he persevered through it. He didn't show any signs of it bothering him. But you, you just wonder, and we haven't heard from Sean uh, post-game yet, but you have to think that it might have been a factor for him as he, he was out there and eventually got uh, got pulled from the game in the fifth inning, Chris. You know, in, in a game where you don't hit and score a lot of runs, it's it's tough to complain about a pitch. But I want to say in the Marisnik at-bat in the second, it was like the fifth pitch that it shows mm-hmm. it was a strike. Go to MLB.com. You can track all the pitches. And he doesn't get it, and it ends up hurting him. Yeah. Here is the RBI single. Here's the 3-2 pitch on the way. The runners go, and it's swung on a line drive to right for a base hit. Nola to third up at the ball. Lariano throws the ball back to the infield, and the Padres take a 2-0 lead. Nola scores. Kim goes from first to third. Marisnik lines a base hit to right. And three singles in the inning, and the Padres take a 2-0 lead. And no way am I going to blame this game on that one pitch. But when you make your pitch and you don't get it, and it's a strike, it can lead to a really bad inning, Ken. Yeah, it's frustrating for a pitcher, Chris, but, you know, it happens. I didn't think the strike zone was bad tonight, but it did 
that was an untimely missed call in that situation. And then here comes the Padres. More damage in the second. Here's the pitch now to Pham. A ground ball by the mound. Into center for a base hit. Scoring is Kim. Mareznik goes to third. And the Padres lead 3-0. And the 0-2 pitch. And that swung on bounce up the middle. Back a second diving. Elvis has got it. Gets up. Throws the first two late. The run scores from third. And the Padres lead 4-0. Great try by Elvis. Diving back in the bag at second. But Mareznik scored. Pham went to second. An infield single for Cronenworth and 4 nothing San Diego. So then you had the Athletics trying to get their first on the board. Mark Canna was, would fly out, and they would try and get the run home on a sack fly. And here's the pitch by Snell out of the stretch. He turns, he throws, it swung on, it popped up. Short right. Will Myers went back. Now coming on. He's there. Makes the catch. Harrison tagging to try to score. Here's a throw in the tag, and he's going to be out at the plate. He just took a chance on a short fly ball to right. 9-2, double play at the plate. Perfect throw. It wasn't that close. And that's the way the bottom of the second comes to an end. The A's failed to score. A lot of frustration so far after two innings. And after two, it's 4 nothing Padres. Didn't like the decision, Ken, because of the guy who was on deck. Yeah, Marte would have been up with the bases loaded. I was just surprised by it. When the ball was hit, I was thinking, well, they weren't going to have Harrison tag and try to score. That was my thought as the ball was going up in the air. It was a shallow fly ball to right. Give Nola two RBIs on a double in the fifth. The Friars would take a 6 nothing lead. And finally, in the bottom of the fifth, the Athletics would get on the board. Two and one, and here's the pitch to Starling, and that's outside three and one to Starling Marte. The, the way that uh, the Milwaukee Brewers got John Axford for just one dollar was that he wasn't on the 40-man roster. Mm -hmm. He was uh, non. He was in their minor leagues, and so they could make that kind of deal. Right. He was in the Toronto system. Deep drive to left, way back. How far is that one going to fly? And that's the first Athletics home run for Starling Marte. A tremendous shot to left. Guess the A's on the board. It's six to one, San Diego. Swung on, gone. Ken, is that Marte Parte right there? Marte Parte. Yeah, no, Marte, he's an elite player, man. Oh. We haven't seen a lot of him. We've seen him a little, you know, in interleague play over the years in spring training. But he's one of the better players around. He, he really is, man. There are people in the game who feel that way. And uh, he's made the A's a better club. It didn't show up tonight because they were 0 for 13 with runners in scoring position. But, no, he can really play. He's, an, he's got a chance to, in the way he runs and the way Harrison runs, they pulled a double steal earlier in the game. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch those guys with all the different facets of the game. And, you know, he, he uh, seeing him walk around today, I mean, he's, you know, we know he's fast, but he is strong. He's got the, he's got big shoulders. He's a thick guy. And as Vince mentioned on the air after the home run, that is a no-stride home run, too. Because you, you think of, of the game today with all the big leg kicks and stuff, Chris, he's the opposite of that. He's really quiet up there. Well, and the Padres would add two more in the seventh, and that would do it for the ball game as the Padres would take down the A's 8-1. to one. Snell with the win, now 5-4. and four. Manai with the loss 
eight and seven, and you just, you know, hey, you win tomorrow and you split the season series with the Padres. And the big thing I would think, too, coming out of this is how Manaya feels and how is he going to feel tomorrow. Because he got nailed. I mean, that was a wicked shot that Machado hit back up the middle, Chris. Yeah. And he and the, really got drilled. And I think, as we all know, you know, that's kind of a soft area, the inside yeah. of your thigh. And to get that, I mean, that's got to be black and blue. It's going to hurt tomorrow for sure. No doubt. Well, you have a safe drive home, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, we'll talk to you on oh, Saturday. That's right. We'll talk to you on Saturday. <laughs> hey. Mr. Bernstein is going to be in tomorrow and Sunday, and we'll talk to you on Sunday on Saturday morning. Hey, I don't want that. I don't want to hear about any tournament pressure. I want. I want a battle hardened Ken Korak in this tournament. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you Saturday. Take buddy. care. The great man. Ken Korak, the voice of summer. All right, the number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. This is what happened in San Diego. Padres got theirs game one. A's got theirs game two. Now you come up to the Bay. Padres get theirs game one. Hopefully the A's will get theirs in game two. But, yeah, I mean, when you – you can say whatever you want about the strike zone. When you're 0 for 13 with runners in scoring position and you leave eight on base, that's shame on you. Your phone calls are up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. A's fans, join us for the biggest music festival in the fall. It's the inaugural Battle Axe and Tracks Music Festival held October 2nd and 3rd in Carson City, Nevada. Grammy Award nominees Kenny Wayne Shepard, Larkin Poe, Samantha Fish, and North Mississippi All-Stars are just four of the 15 acts. Festival activities also include axe throwing and freedom rail bike tours. Tickets on sale now with VIP two-day and single-day tickets available. Check out the full schedule at BattleAxeandTracks.com. That's BattleAxeandTracks.com. Dot com. This is A's Clubhouse. Numbers 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I think the most frustrating thing for me is what happened yesterday in Anaheim where the offense looked great and all the new guys look great and it's like, hey, you're fired up, you know energized clubhouse is energized the front office has shown they care and they went out and got three sticks for you and you look great in anaheim you win eight to three you get that day off and i thought that day off would play big because it allows the new guys to kind of get situated you know you arrive to anaheim play a game then get on a plane get to the bay area on Sunday night, you got to go whatever hotel you're staying at, but then you get Monday to kind of have a breather. Who knows what these guys are dealing with? I don't know if I don't know their marital status. I don't know if they have kids, what those ages are. Now, there's a lot that goes into this when you get traded. It's a great situation, obviously, and especially for the guys coming over from the Nats who they know what it's like to win a World Series. And that's, you know, that's what you play for. 
You play to win it all. And when your team is basically saying, nah, we're good, we're done for the year, as much as you enjoy your time in a place like that, you know, as as a pro, I got to think, it's like, get me the hell out of here. But it is that adjustment, which isn't easy. And I thought the day off would have made it, you know, good for these guys and that today would be another where the A's offense comes out firing and just didn't happen. And unfortunately, right now, we are in the top of the ninth inning and the Astros are shutting out the L.A. Dodgers at Dodger Stadium, 3-zip. That is in the top of the ninth inning. Man, you thought, yeah, yeah, I was looking at this momentum going, you got this momentum. You've got this momentum. You just got it to four and a half games. But give uh, Lance McCullers Jr. credit, six and two-thirds of scoreless baseball struck out nine and see if the bullpen can take it to the house. But we'll see. You know, the way this game works, if the A's go out tomorrow and they take care of their business, everything's going to feel fine. I do love the look of the new lineup. I really, really do. And I know Bob Melvin is going to have the tough questions. He is going to have the tough questions about who sits and who plays. Because some people, for sure, are a part of the future. But maybe, just maybe right now, they need to be more bench guy than they need to be starter. All right, let's go to Josh in Fresno. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, how you doing, Chris? I'm uh, kind of a brutal night, to be honest with you. Oh, man. Tell me about it. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to uh, talk about. Uh, but this, these runners less in scoring position thing, uh, it's, it's an old habit. I mean, this has been going on for years. Uh, it seems like we get guys on second almost every inning to start the inning, and they don't even move an inch. Um, what, is, what is Darren Bush telling these guys to change their, their game up? It's seems like when guys get on base, they just they freeze. They forget how to hit. Like, I mean, I mean, you're being a little dramatic, Josh. Let's be honest. Uh, it's, it's, Let's I be mean, honest. You're 0 for, 0 for 13 with runners in scoring position. They I, should have I, had I, six, seven runs tonight. I get it. But, yeah, and the offense hasn't been great. I'm not defending them. But yesterday they scored eight runs. So were they? did they forget how to hit yesterday? That, that's the thing. We're, that's the thing. They're, they're very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. And, right, and we, hey, 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 Josh, Josh, just just let me be fair. This new yeah. lineup we've only seen for two games. Yeah, right. I, I like the lineup. I really do. I, I like the lineup. I'm not going to lie. But it's just, it's. I mean, it seems like we got guys on second base to start the inning, and you already know the outcome. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Pop up. Pop up. You and know, you know, and you know how many you know how many teams feel the exact same way. Like the team you got going, the team you got going tonight, the, 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 the Padres, and they're just going runs left and right, you know, with guys on base, two outs. They have been great offensively. That's why you traded for three bats. What, what do you want me to tell you? 
Okay. Well, That's why they is, traded for three bats because they knew their offense wasn't great. So this right. is a and new that, offense. We have to wait and see. I can't judge when you got Sean Murphy hitting two nineteen and Chad Pinder hitting two sixteen right. on and on and on. But now you got the new guys. I've got to wait and see what the new line. I totally agree with you. The last lineup wasn't getting it done, but that's why they right. traded for three bats. How do I judge the new lineup off two games? I mean, like I said, one game they scored eight. The other game they scored one. Let's wait and see. And okay, and another thing is uh, Mark Kotze. We we lead the, the league in runners being thrown out at home. Uh, is Melvin giving him the, the key just to send whoever he wants? Or uh, how does that work? Because apparently what he's doing, he's, I mean, especially with that fly ball when Harrison was thrown out, there was no way they should, should, should have sent him. I agree. I, I did not like that. But we had Mark Kotze on A's Cast Live recently, and he says he wants to be a guy that's really, really aggressive. We've asked Bob Melvin about it on the Bob Melvin Show on A's Cast. Bob Melvin said we want to be aggressive because at times the offense has really, really struggled, and they've felt desperate. And when you're desperate, you send guys and you try and force the other team to make the perfect throw. And we have seen quite a few really good throws made against the A's, but I agree tonight with Marte uh, standing there in the on, on deck. I would not have sent. I would right, not have exactly, sent him exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, it's frustrating. You know, no one's happy after a loss, no matter what the loss is. Nobody's happy. I it's, get, it's, yeah, and I guarantee you, there's a lot of teams that every. I remember one year. I don't even remember what year. I remember one year. Every the the A's are horrible hitting with runners in scoring position. Like you said, it always have. And at that time when that caller we looked it up, they were like tenth. I mean, so, right? so that means there was right. twenty teams worse than they are. So I mean, right. I, I haven't dealt in that number. I know it's been bad, but let me tell you, we know it hasn't been good. That's why the front office traded for three bats. They've admitted it. When they trade for three bats, they tell you we know it wasn't going good. So I can't judge this lineup for these last two games compared to the lineup that we'd seen for all these months. It's now a different lineup. Right. So well, in ten, I'll call back. I'll call so back call in back. Call back in ten 1st. games. And in I'll ten games, September first, and we'll see. It, it, call back in ten, fifteen games, and if it's still bad, then I'm gonna be like, you're right. But I think it's gonna be better. I right, let's hope so. Thank you for the phone call. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I right now you have you re, you replace a third of your lineup. You got three new bats. Now Murph is going to play, and I I to me how they handle this situation will be very interesting. And I talked about it today on A's Cast Live about how. When I said everybody going, you're getting Jan Gomes. This guy, this guy is legit. You're not trading for this guy to be a backup catcher. You're kidding yourself. And I know it's uncomfortable because you know Murph is the long time. Well, you think, hey, this game is all about production. You can say a guy is the long-term guy, right? You would have said at the start of the season, Jesus Lazardo is the long-term guy. Jesus Lazardo is now a Miami Marlin. Jamile Weeks was once an untouchable player. 
Sonny Gray was the ace of the future. So, haven't been around the A's for a long time. When it, when anyone tells me, oh, whoa, 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 hey, this is the guy. I, I, I think we've seen too many times that you can label the guy a guy and he's not here a year, two, a year or two years later. And you can see that all around baseball because this is a production business. You either put up the numbers or... Or you don't. And if you don't, you will have playing time taken away from you. No matter where you were drafted, no matter where your status, no matter what they think you are long term, if you keep hitting under 220, and I've heard I've heard Bob kind of dance around it. I've talked to other people about it on, on the talk show, and it's like, whoa, 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 Murph's the guy. Well, we'll see. You know, let's say Murph's in there tomorrow and goes 0 for 4 and drops his average to, whatever, 216 or 215. What are we talking about? I can still I can say, yeah, he's the guy long term, but right now you need people who can hit. But judging the lineup, this is a new lineup. We've seen it for two games. If they come out tomorrow and smoke the Padres – and Joe Musgrove, you're going to be calling in going, I just love the look of this new lineup. But then I can say to you, tomorrow, if they go out and score 12 runs, I can say, whoa, it's only been three games. And twice they've looked good, and once they haven't. But I do like the look of it. I I don't know how, you know, this is one of those games, and at times Snell threw pretty well. Remember, this is a guy that uh, has a pedigree. But I do like the look of the lineup. They, they're they more athletic. Obviously, the average speaks for itself. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Hey, A's fans. Want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after it. With all-wheel drive, 
tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. Let's go to Greg and Slow. You are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Want to, uh, before I get into my takes, I'm coming up tomorrow, man. Slow town to Oakland. Going to be there for the 1231st pitch. Where are you at tomorrow? I'm going to be at the ballpark. <laughs> I know, but the last time I tried hollering at you, it was like Fort Knox. I couldn't get in to say hi. Uh, after this call, we'll put you on hold. I'll give you my number so you can text me. Oh, man, I'm big time. I love it. <laughs> making me feel real special warm and fuzzy townie i love it i wish i wasn't working so you could buy me a few beers <laughs> well i've been talking about a beer since spring training going back to uh lockdown last year so i, I guess i kind of owe you I, I all these times you're putting me through and putting up with my uh mr controversy phone calls i think i owe you a few yeah i wish tomorrow but unfortunately that's not happening <laughs> hey, job first, man. That's why the A's love you. We love what you do, no doubt about it. What do you got for me tonight? Well, it's death taxes and Matt Chapman taking a call third strike with a bat on his shoulder. I mean, that's just uh, that's just the way it is, man. And, you know, a, a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago, Townie, you, you put a, a proposal out there. I think it was Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, um. For for uh, for Matt Chapman, I, it, it was kind of just a you kind of threw it out there of, you know, just kind of a high inside proposal. But you know what? I think I'd take that deal. Going back to, to what you proposed, I don't remember the exact deal you proposed, but I think it was. I don't. Like I that. don't either. I don't either. But it was. It was. It was a realistic question. Would you do this deal? Totally. Totally, and I, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'd have done the deal. And I don't know what Chris Bryant's going to get in free agency. I mean, you never know. Um, And you don't even know. There's rumors, and I don't want to spread any rumors, even though I'm a talk show host and usually we love spreading rumors. But um, there's rumors of what potentially has been offered to Matt Chapman. Uh, There's rumors on whether he turned it down or not. And then now you go to today's game and he is 0 for 3 with three strikeouts and a walk, and he's hitting 214. I think next year, Tony, and I, and I don't I don't want to scratch this year because Chappie's so talented that he could just get hot and have a great month and you know carry us into the postseason and the you know the rest is is history. But I think going into next year, if Matt Chapman has another year like he's had this year, I mean, if I'm the A's. I don't even know if if I make him a, you know, I, I don't even know if I want him on the club. I mean, to be honest with you, because he's a Scott Boris guy, so he's, you know, they're going to shoot for the moon because that's what Scott Boris does. He shoots for the moon, and, and God bless him. That's why Scott Boris is a great agent. But, you know, he, he rolls out another campaign like this year's going into next year, and, and, you know, we're talking about this in August of next year, and he's hitting 214 with, you know, a million strikeouts. I think he leads Major League Baseball in strikeouts, if I'm not mistaken. 
I almost let Chapman go or, or, or try to maybe trade him at the deadline. I know we got him under team control for two more years, but you know how many years are you going to put up with just horrible offense? How many years? I know that this has got to be killing him because this guy is the ultimate competitor. He is a phenomenal teammate. There are so many positives about him. And last year you could make the excuse of the hip. This year, I don't know. And it's it's got to be alarming to a lot of different people that, you know, here we are in August and he's hitting 214. And this has to be just driving him nuts. It has to be absolutely driving him nuts because you know the type of alpha dog that he is. But once again, like I said earlier, we're in a game of production. It's, 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 it's what the numbers you put up, the data you put up every single day is how you will be judged. That's just we're in a performance business. That's how it works. Yeah, I listened to the Padres broadcast, and the, the way they were preaching it, they were kind of saying, like, you know what, the book's out on Chapman, hard stuff. He cannot handle hard stuff, you know. Was I mean, that, Mar- was that, that Mark that- Grant? Mark M- Mud Grant, the, the great Kurt Gibson imitation that Mud Grant did years ago. Mud Grant said high, hard stuff with Chapman. He cannot handle it. And, I mean, the last at bat, he just took a ball right down the middle. And, and I, that, that's another alarming thing that I've seen out of Chapman this year is his, his, la- his lack of aggressiveness. I mean, just so many called third strikes looking. I mean, like I said, I think he leads Major League Baseball in strikeouts. That's – you know, that's almost as alarming as anything else because he just seems fooled up there before he – you know, Ben Chapman seems like he's 0-2 before he even gets in the box. Well, you know, I'll say this, and I, and I can research this a little bit, but when people say, hey, he had the hip surgery, this is something that takes a long time, when I watch him play defense, Matt Chapman looks like Matt Chapman. I mean, the way he Probably runs. the best around, I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have never seen a more athletic third baseman than him. I, I mean, he's incredible. And the way he runs around and the way, I mean, we talk about how the, if this guy wanted to, he could play shortstop. I don't know how you could make all these plays. And then, and I could be totally wrong. I'm not, I'm not a physical therapist. I'm not an orthopedic surgeon. But. I don't know how he could make all these incredible plays where he can torque his body, he can do all these different things with his body, and then you tell me he goes to the plate and it's his hip, the reason why he can't make contact. Like if his hip was still bad and he's a long way away from that surgery now, like how can he make those plays in the field and then you tell me he can't hit because of of the surgery? Well, then how does he make all these most – He's the most dynamic third baseman. I mean, Nolan Arenado's great too, but I mean, this guy's made. This guy makes plays no one else can make, and, and can like do stuff with his body and with that arm that no one else can do. How does that work in the field? And it doesn't work at the plate. He's the best defensive third baseman I think I've ever seen in my, you know, forty thirty nine years of watching baseball. I mean. He's got probably the strongest arm I've ever seen. You know, I've heard guys say 97, 98 miles per hour if you clocked him. I guess he threw that hard in high school or in college when he used to pitch, and I agree. I mean, the, the, the throws on the run, the cross-body throws when he covers shortstop, I mean, the, the best defensive third baseman I've ever seen, and that's probably one of the – that kind of adds to the frustration of it all because 
I mean, God, we're all pulling for him. I mean, he's he he's so good. And like you said, the alpha attitude, the 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 you know the clubhouse, and I mean, all that stuff means something. But at the end of the day, I, I don't care how great of a clubhouse guy you are. If you're going to lead Major League Baseball in strikeouts and hit two fourteen, you know that that clubhouse stuff is a little overrated at that point. I agree. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Robert in Portland. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. I got some more uh, numbers for you that you always like. Um, the A's have 40 more games left that are against teams 500 or better. The Cincinnati Reds have 18. That's the last two, two months and three games. That gives you an idea of what kind of schedule Oakland has that they've have to face the Yankees have 37 games against teams that are 500 or better, uh, but they have a much easier September this month. Of course they face one another. And I know you're very confident still, which I am that, you know, they'll, they'll do a good job against the Yankees because the Yankees, you know, don't have the pitching that, you know, that they've had in other years, but I still worry about them a little bit because of the kind of games that take place like tonight. You just got um, – and you have holes in the in the A's lineup still that really are detrimental. And you guys just discussed Chapman. And, of course, you know, he, he should be – on most teams – I'm talking about heavy-hitting teams. He'd be batting like eighth or ninth. He wouldn't – because they'd keep him for his glove. And, you know, that like, like Glabor over in the Yankees at third base. He he's he's a, he's productive. Well, Chapman yeah, has been hitting guys, eight lately, so just to let you know. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I'm just saying they got to do something in these holes, and I think they tried to do that with the three guys we got in the lineup, and I think that's a big deal because we just can't have these kind of games when when the Yankees come in for four later this month. You want to get three of those. You don't want to get two or worse, get only one, and it could happen because you're facing teams that are averaging six, seven runs a game against a staff that maybe, you know, is not, not as uh, productive against that lineup. I'm not saying it will happen, but it may. Now that they have a left-handed, uh, they got two good left-handed hitters, even though Gallo strikes out a lot, I think Gallo will come in real confident into, into Oakland Coliseum and, and do a good job. I just got that gut feeling. But I think Bob's going to, you know, remind uh, – whoever's catching that, you know, they got to be careful of, of Gallo because you don't want to j- just give him, give him lollipops like we did in our last go around with Texas last month. But I just wanted to tell you the difference between the, the, the schedule, 40 games, 500 teams are better. And then you got the Reds who are trying to catch the Brewers and they probably will catch them. They only have 18. So, it's remarkable these the schedules how, how different they are for the final two months, and in the last three games, of course, they're against Houston, and I'm still hoping that they get close to Houston because I just think you know Houston, you know they they didn't get Scherzer, you know, and they don't got Verlander coming back. You don't know what's going to happen. We know you know you got you know they didn't get uh, the White Sox as a team. I think are way better than the, the Astros for crying out loud. I think they're much much more difficult, and we got to play them in a number of games in the next two months. So it's it's a tough schedule, but we've got to figure out, you know, to prevent these nights ongoing that we have these, uh, you know, big holes in the lineup where we get guys on base 
and nothing happens because you've got so many guys. That, uh, I mean, Lowry is amazing to me. He used to be I'm not, he's having a good year, but he used to be so, you know, so damn uh, determined to get in the ball anywhere on the, you know, in the outfield, spray the ball over, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, like uh, he did three years ago, and he earned that big contract with the with the Mets. He he's he's really struggles in certain games, and and it's it's surprising to me. It just could be because you know the guy missed two years. But what's your feeling about him? Do you think he's the answer, Jed? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about certain games where he, he doesn't get the ducks on the pond. Now he does in most games, but you saw tonight. You know, he struggled a little bit with ducks on the pond, which is always surprising to me because he's such a great hitter. You know, I, he, I, he really I, is. I, for for if you look at how bad some of the guys have been. Uh, Jed's one of your better guys. Uh, Jed, yeah. To me, Jed is not the problem. Not at all. So who are the problem, Childs? Come on, spit them out because I know I always you're always a straight shooter. Who are the problem, Childs, be, besides Chapman? Who are the ones that really don't come through? Loriano struggles. I mean, there's there's guys that just don't do it anymore like they used to. I mean, we had KD and Chapman of old hitting in the old days, and we had no trouble bombing the hell out of people. We're not doing that anymore because we don't have KD or Chapman anymore. Don't you agree? I, I would say this. Mark Canna, Marte, my lineup just refreshed, uh, Olsen, I'll take Jed, I'll take Jan Gomes, and Harrison. Loriano is a very streaky player. Matt Chapman has uh, – he's just not hitting. Elvis doesn't have a whole lot of pop. Elvis is the kind of guy that, okay, if I get something out of him offensively, but I want him to play good defense. Uh, too many of these guys have been light hitting, and two guys have got a lot of reps who haven't given you a whole heck of a lot. And people will reference, you know, well, well, we'll look at this number of RBIs. It's been a struggle for Chapman and and Sean Murphy. It really has. You know, when you're hitting under 220, yeah, you can have some solo home runs, and it looks okay at times. But, and I know there's been some there's been some stretch stretches for Murph and Chapman, but the reality is, the new guys make a big difference. Look at Starling Marte. Already with three more hits today, he's improved his average. I want to say when Marte came to the A's, he was hitting 305 or 306. He's now hitting 313. Guy's a baller. The guy's a legit yeah. major league hitter. I mean, that's what you're seeing with this guy. And yeah, he, he he's an all-around player. He was better than Cruz. I thought he was a better acquisition when you were get, wanted Cruz, but I know why you wanted Cruz. I, I'm not put, putting any of those guys down that you named. I, I didn't. But how do you how do you make them a, you know, determined bunch where it gets infected? You know, where they all start. Look at the singles that the Padres got off Manaya. He didn't get bombed tonight. He got, he got nicked over and over again with ground balls up the middle. It, it, you know, they just, uh, you know, they – they nicked him to death tonight. And I thought, Sean, you know, of course he had a tough game, but he didn't get killed. 
And I wonder how much getting hit in that first inning, back up the middle, in the inner thigh. I mean, that thing had to swell up. That thing had to be throbbing. And the fact that he gutted it out, you know, if he would have left the game, I don't think any would have anybody would have been like, oh, I can't believe that. I mean, he got drilled. You could hear it from the press box. He got oh, hit yeah. hard in the inner thigh. I mean, if he doesn't make his next start, I'm not going to be shocked. No. Well, I sure hope we uh, stay close to Houston and we don't have any. I, thought, I hope we go at least 14 and 12 this month and then have a great September. If we can win 19 in September, we can still make those final three games a reality. Let me give you this on the way out. The A's have now dropped into 16th place in run scored. 16th place. Wow. The, the Tigers have overtaken the A's for the, third, for the uh, 15th spot. They have been a middle-of-the-road team all year long. You just got to hope these three new guys energize the lineup day in and day out and they start scoring more runs because the A starting staff is giving you more innings pitched than anyone in baseball. I'm not saying this is the greatest bullpen, but they've held their own. If the offense can just get consistent, this new offense, now we got something to talk about. Amen. Thank you for the phone call. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If you are listening on a radio station and they're leaving, go to athletics.com slash cast. That's athletics.com slash cast, Or go to the iHeartRadio app, download it, and you'll be able to hear us there. A's with a tough loss to the Padres in game one of a two-game set, 8-1. to one. We'll continue to take your phone calls, and we'll hear from Bob Melvin next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. California road trips are epic, and Northern California families count on Honda to explore every mile. With Honda sensing safety features, legendary dependability, and gas mileage so amazing you can see most of the California coast on a single tank. And right now, get epic deals on Honda Civic, Accord, and more. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Benito's line cook just threw in his kitchen towel. This order needs to go out right now. He needs to find help before his customers are left waiting. I'm so sorry. We'll be right with you. Who's got table six? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The Bay Bridge Series presented by Gilead Sciences returns to the town on Friday, August 20th. Be ready to get loud at the Coliseum throughout their weekend series against the San Francisco Giants. Game one of the series will start at 6.40 with day games on Saturday and Sunday. Right, right. Ramirez going back at the track, right to the wall, looking 
Friday's game will also include a post-game fireworks show. Grab your seats today and watch the A's and Giants battle for the Bridge Trophy. Tickets available at athletics.com. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. Let's go to Kevin leaving the game. Kevin, take it away. Hey, Tommy, what's up? Um, I yeah, obviously just leaving the game. I think I can speak for everybody at the Coliseum, all the fans, that uh, one of the disappointments was that uh, Tatis didn't get to play tonight. Um, he's definitely someone I look forward to seeing tonight, and I think all the local Padres fans do uh, want to see that. But uh, you guys kind of touched on all the negative things tonight for sure. Um, I would kind of add that the uh, the bullpen certainly didn't keep it close. Obviously, I'm uh, not allowing for all, all four runs, but definitely contributing to it. But I think – the brightest spot is uh, just the aggressiveness on the base pass. I mean, in the first inning, there was a perfectly executed hit and run by Marte and Canna. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I've seen that all, all season with the A's. And then the uh, double steal in the second inning and stuff. So, I really want to see that continue with guys like uh, Marte and Elvis and, uh, you know, Loriano and Harrison and stuff. So, yeah. I, I 100% stolen bases. How about that? How about on Sunday where Marte a couple times looked a bunt for a base hit? Uh, we joked in yep. the pregame show, King Korak uh, and I, whether Marte would be fine for that. <laughs> I, I like athleticism plays. Speed comes to the ballpark every single day. Put pressure on the defense. It's unfortunate that they did all of this and didn't score, but that's why let's watch this offense now, this new-look offense, what it will look like 10, 15 games, 20 games, because I, I love the look of the new offense. Yeah, me too. Do, do you think we're ever going to see uh, Tony Kemp again? I mean, obviously against the right-handed hitters, but I, I mean, I, he, he was definitely a great guy. I love seeing him uh, pretty much every day, but uh... – now with Harrison and Marte, I don't know how, how much that's going to happen. Yeah, when you bring in these type of guys with their pedigree, it, it, it changes. You know, I don't think – I mean, I don't know this. We'll have to wait to talk to Bob Melvin about this on the Bob Melvin Show. I don't know if we'll see uh, Chad Pender and that bad hamstring. I don't know. You've you got to play your best guys. You're in an absolute sprint. you got two months. You have to play the best players. This is why the front office went out and got three bats because they knew the offense wasn't good enough to get him to October. And that's why they went out and got these three guys. And these three guys all can play. Yeah, and uh, one more thing. Does uh, does Machado get booed like this at every stadium? Because I know the history, you know, back in 2014 with uh, throwing the bat at Donaldson and, uh, um, you know, hit, hit, trying to hit Derek Norris with the backswing. But th- does this happen at every stadium? Because I think it's, it's definitely really fun and crazy tonight, but it sucks to see him go two for four. He's a villain. I think I, I don't know. I, you know. Like, let's say Manny Machado goes to Colorado. Does he get booed? I don't know. 
Does he get booed in Arizona? Or let's say they had an interleague game in Kansas City. Does he get booed? I don't know. But he is not a well-liked player. So it's just not – I don't think – well, for us, it's obviously what happened with J.D. way, way back. But I don't think he's well-liked anywhere he goes. But I don't know about the booing part. But, you know, the, the sport needs villains. Let's be honest. you got to have the good guys, you got to have the heroes, and you got to have the bad guys. I mean, we saw the greatest bad guy of all time in Barry Bonds. I mean, Barry Bonds got booed. People wanted to watch him hit. They wanted to watch him hit home runs, and they wanted to boo him. So you, you always got to have, you know, you need, you need the heroes and you need the villains, and that's what makes sports great. Manny Machado is definitely a villain. Yeah, for sure. Hey, have you checked out the, uh, the, the the new book about the Astros, the cheating scandal at all? I know Ken was talking about it today. No. Um, sure. What no. did he say? Uh, I mean, he, he, he didn't go into any detail about anything. He just mentioned that he had read it. I know it came out in like in the last month. I definitely want to pick up on that. Hey, guess what? Uh, I haven't read the book, but I know the answers. They cheated. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it was a, it was a whole organizational deal. There's no way it was just a couple guys. It was the entire organization knew about it. They were all about it. And and the arrogance to think that we're going to do this and no one's going to find out. Like, nobody's going to leave. I mean, people leave organizations all the time. People leave as players. They leave as coaches. They leave as front office people. You think nobody's going to talk when they leave? You're that arrogant? Yep, that's how arrogant they were. Yeah, for sure. Hey, thanks, Johnny. I'm coming out uh, for the whole series this weekend. Hope to see you out there. Awesome. Let's go to Jason. Jason, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. It's so good. good to hear from you. You're back on the radio. I missed drinking with you way back when you had Brandon Moss and knowing it's just finished. You, you didn't care. You, you always popped to Heineken, hung out with us. But that's not why I called. I want to talk about Matt Chapman. I mean, who's going to play? Pinder? Machine? Those guys are going to hit. If you look at guys that had torn labrum surgery, Posey, A-Rod, I mean, those guys went down. Those guys are, you know, arguably Hall of Famers with A-Rod. It took a lot out of them. Look at Posey. He's gone a whole entire year before he came back. So what do you want to do? Everybody wants to get rid of Tabin. Who comes up? Who plays Gold Glove third baseman? Nobody. What we got to do, bat them eighth and just ride with it. All these new bats, they got to be up one through five with our best hitters, Olsen and Lowry. We can't have anybody batting 200 batting one through five. (laughs) We're going to have to be like, what was that, 2002? When we had Giambi and Tejada. And Chavez, you know, what was the back end of that lineup? It was Terrence Long, Ramon Hernandez, and Ellis, right? I mean, we got we to gotta put our best guys up there. That's why we got them. What, what are we doing right now, Johnny? I love hearing from you. I, lo- I love how you let us go, but now, now I want to hear from you. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not hitting Harrison seventh. I can guarantee you that. If I got a guy hitting 292... And by the way, uh, thank you for the phone call. Like today on A's Cast Live, Tony Gwynn Jr. said, Harrison just ripped up the Padres. 
it was like two series ago or three. It was like right before the A's played the Padres, the Nats played the Padres, and Harrison ripped him up. I, I'm not batting him seventh. I mean, I'm probably, depending on the pitcher and starting to look at the numbers and everything, but, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have Canna. I'm going to have Marte. I'm going to have Olsen. I mean, looking at, probably going to have Gomes, Harrison, Lowry. And the back half would be Loriano, Chapman, and Elvis. I mean, you got to play the guys who are hitting. There's a reason why you acquired these guys. Pender's not a, I mean, Pender's not an option. I mean, I don't know, you know, Pender's got a bad hammy. Last time I checked, what, what, what was he hitting, 216 or something like that? It's a lost year, unfortunately, for him. Like, like Chad a lot. V-Mail Machine is not an option. Good luck to him down in Vegas. He's not an option. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to roll with your third baseman for the rest of the year. There's, I mean, there's no doubt. And I understand people talk about the surgery and is this why he's not hitting? Like I said, I'm not a I'm not a orthopedic surgeon, I'm not a physical therapist, but the way he moves at third base, Buster Posey or Alex Rodriguez have never moved like that. Like how can he make these plays where the way he moves his body and contorts his body and throws against his body and does these things that nobody else can do, but then you're going to tell me he can do all that, but he can't hit. I mean, at some point, make contact. Put the ball in play. Does that have something to do with your hip? Because that's one thing, even when Buster Posey was not not hitting and driving the baseball – Buster Posey wasn't a whiff machine. Now, I'm not going to say I'm Mr. Giants baseball and I'm watching the Giants all the time because I think we know the answer to that. But I don't remember Buster Posey ever being in the top three in strikeouts in baseball. He might have had weak contact, but he was at least he, he was putting the ball in play. I think there's no question about that. And And, and Alex Rodriguez, I don't remember Alex... I don't know what year Alex had the issue and had the – I'm just going to look it up. Can't believe we're talking about Alex Rodriguez. Oh, my God. Alex Rodriguez is – no, I don't – now it's about who Alex Rodriguez is dating, not Jennifer Lopez, but we're not getting into that. Okay, so as as bad as Alex Rodriguez was – I've never I, I don't see Alex at any point in his career before he got really old where Alex Rodriguez was hitting two two fourteen. So at the age of thirty two he hit three oh two. Then he hit two eighty six, two seventy, two seventy six two seventy six, two seventy two. Then at the age of thirty seven, forty four games, I think this is when he was hurt. He still hit two forty four. 244 in 44 games. Then he suspended 
loses an entire year. Actually, that might have been the suspension, the start of the suspension. So he's out of baseball, right? Remember that? With Mike Francesa, he's like, I didn't lie, da, da, da. And then all of a sudden he's suspended, and he takes a suspension. Comes back at the age of 39, 151 games. He hit 250 with an 842 OPS. Now, Alex Rodriguez is one of the great hitters of all time. Like him or not, the stats are the stats. But never, I mean, I can go to Buster Posey, never were these guys, like, whiffing like this. So, I understand the argument of the surgery, but, man, the lack of contact is scary. Let's go to Ray. Ray, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Chris. Oh, so first of all, the only way if you think Chavez get traded if you're brain dead. Okay, the two people that John Fish needs to sign is Olsen and Chapman. Work around those guys. Okay, Olsen and Chapman aren't going anywhere unless they decide not to sign them. You're not, you can't find a gold glove defensive third baseman, just pull them off the rack. It doesn't work like that. Second of all, I know Manny's a villain, but he's a really nice guy. If you get down and just have a one-on-one conversation with him, we had a little BS session with me, Eric, and Manny for like 15 minutes a day. He's a nice guy. And I think he does his villain thing as a attention getter. Um, and he got him $300 million. So last thing is second, third, no outs. Need one base hit, can't do it. Base is loaded, one out, base hit, we can't do it. Two base hits give us four runs. Like you said, Chris, put the ball in play. Put the ball in play. I'm just frustrated that we've been doing this all year, and I'm just getting tired of losing games that we had the ability to win. All it took was a base hit. And if you looked at the game, the last – whenever – um, Blake got into trouble. He went to his fastball. 94.5 almost every pitch, and they couldn't hit it. I mean, I, I'm just getting frustrated, Chris. Hey, just because you cozy up to every single opposing player doesn't mean we have to like them. Sure you do. <laughs> you, this is about me, remember? Yeah. This, this, we have, we have a conversation about that. This is all about me, okay? And we'll move on from there. Just because you and Mike Sosha are best friends doesn't mean I have to like him. Yeah, hey, love the guy. Great, really, really nice guy. Love the guy. Well, yeah, we're rooting for him, Team USA. Oh, is that where he's at? Yeah, he's managing the Olympic team or coaching the Olympic team. Oh, oh I'm going to give him a call. Oh, he's in Japan. I play won't work. I'll call him when he gets back. Yeah, well, hopefully he's got gold with him. Yeah, that'd be nice, huh? The guy knows the game. People might not like him, but he knows the game. Yeah, you know what? Let me ask you this: You get to know these guys, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do your cover here. But I get it. But you got to realize there are quite a few players that are not Manny Machado fans. Oh, yeah, and oh, believe me, I understand why. 
Was, didn't have, that wasn't there a confrontation with Chapman at third base in Baltimore like four or five years ago? There's been controversy. He had the total uh, – the whole Red Sox team hated him years ago with the Orioles. I mean, this guy's had issues with a lot of different teams. But, but you know, I still say I think this is on purpose. I think he does this to get his team riled up, to get riled up. I think he uses it as a motivator. I think he does this on purpose. That's like one day I was talking to King, and people were bad-mouthing him because he was pitching. And when he's pitching, he's a different guy. He, the guy you see pitching for Seattle is not the guy you talk to the next day. And he uses a motivator. He goes in there cocky, arrogant, and his, his saying is that you can't beat me. You ain't that good. He'll throw at you. He'll do what he has to do to beat you. But that's what he does. Well, I appreciate the phone call, buddy. And you have a safe ride home. I know you got a long drive. All right. You too. Later. Talk to you later, Chris. See ya. Let's go to Andrew. Andrew, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, I'm going on. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I just want to talk about Chapman tonight. Um, I know everybody in Oakland loves Chapman, and I love him too. But at the same time, you can't base his performance on a surgery. It's not just a lack of contact. It's a lack of confidence. It's, you can't move like that when you're playing third base and then use the excuse that it's the surgery for your hitting. And on top of that, we can't even bring in the runs when they're on second and third with no outs. Also, we had the bases loaded, and we just can't get it done. That's, that's our biggest issue is not being able to finish. We get there, but we never can finish. Once again, we're going to have to watch this new offense. The offense is now different than it was all these games before. We're game 108. This is 108 games as of tonight. The first 106 are different than the last two. The offense is it's different. You've, you've brought in veteran guys. You've brought in winners. We have to judge the offense from where we are now going forward because it's it's definitely a different offense. Yeah, it's, does that make sense? I, and I also don't agree with Harrison. Bat, yeah, with Harrison batting so low, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you might as well throw I don't know Olsen down there at this point because Olsen's kind of streaky, or at least throw Loriano a little lower because Loriano is the king of streaky on our team, without a doubt. He'll have a few good games, then he'll have a long stretch of not so good games and it's just an inconsistency that's killing us on offense yeah you gotta put your best foot forward and uh i i like josh hitting up in the lineup i like guys that that get on base guys that are dynamic guys that hit and i don't i don't want to see a guy hitting under 250 ahead of josh harrison who's hitting 292 yeah, it just it doesn't make sense when you throw some of your better players on the team, especially because we just got him and he's already contributing for us. If we had him higher up in the lineup, we'd definitely be scoring a lot more runs, I'll tell you that. We'd be able to finish a little more. And Ollie, what, he went 0 for 4 tonight? Or he went 0 for 3 with a walk? I'm not sure. I don't remember. He went 0 for 4. 0 for 4. That's exactly my point. It's just we need consistency, and we have to be able to rely on the top guys in the lineup, or else it's just you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere if you're not scoring runs. you got to score runs to win ball games. I know defense, they say defense wins games, but at the end of the day, you need offense too. 
Well, last time I checked, whoever scores the most runs ends up winning the game. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for the phone call. It's- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's easy it's easy uh, data. At the end of nine, if I have more runs than you, I win. It's pretty simple. And if we're tied, we're going to go to extra innings. But whoever scores more runs at the end of the game, you're winning the game. Now, however that works out, like we saw, Cole Irvin lost a one nothing game, which is tough. But his team didn't score. Angels did. one nothing. Shohei Otani. Ball game over. Let's judge this offense games from now. We cannot look at the first 105 games. They're different now. They're more dynamic. They've gotten more athletic. They've gotten championship players. They've gotten World Series champions. They've gotten all-stars. So we've got we've to let this group bond together, let them play together, vibe together, and that's how we need to judge them. Because you're not going to see some of the characters, like, have you seen Mitch Moreland? Have you seen Tony Kemp? You know, things are going to change. You're, you, this is a different lineup. We just have to let it grow together, and hopefully they take off like they did in Anaheim. But this this, this new lineup's only two games in. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. Athletics with the loss to the Padres, 8-1. to one. We continue to take your phone calls. And Bob Melvin next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture the DQ Reese's Extreme Blizzard. That's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Reese's Pieces. Plus peanut butter topping and chocolatey topping mixed in world-famous DQ soft serve. Now picture yourself digging in. To express the excitement you'll feel, I'm talking in all caps. Because it's a capital E extreme treat with all the Reese's flavor you could dream of. Underline exclamation point. (sighs) Try the DQ Reese's Extreme Blizzard and take Reese's and DQ love to a whole new level. DQ. Happy tastes good. Gonna miss you around here, Iris. Olivia's best optometry technician is going hey, back Mike, to school. Did we get that new friend? Her eye is already twitching about finding a replacement. Ugh, this can't keep happening. We're gonna have to cancel appointments. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Screen for quality candidates with the skills your role needs with Indeed assessments. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. 
In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. At Navy Federal Credit Union, we help our members execute missions every day, like Operation Earn Cash Back on Tutus, Dance Lessons, and Tiaras, so I can get a little more towards something for me. Or Operation Pay for Soccer, Pay for Piano, Pay for Dinner. Then use the cash back on something for Mama. The Cash Rewards Card from Navy Federal gives you 1.5% cash back on purchases and has your back with fraud protection. Apply now. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members of the mission. Open to the Armed Forces the DOD veterans and their families, insured by NCUA. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Over the past year, I've helped thousands turn their lives around. And today, I'm going to tell you the one simple trick that will change everything. All you have to do is... And now a message from our sponsor. With Progressive, you can bundle your boat, RV, or other outdoor vehicle for great protection and even more savings. Progressive. And that's it. You'll have that for the rest of your lives. I'm so excited for you. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. In the front, we'll take out that tree, install a new fence. You're going to call 811, right? Isn't that just for excavators? No, dude. Calling 811 is for excavators, homeowners, contractors, anyone. Natural gas lines and other utilities can be buried anywhere. Call 811 two working days before any digging project to get all underground lines marked for free. Thanks, deep-voiced narrator. You're welcome, dude. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Mark your calendars. Fireworks are returning to the Coliseum on Friday, August 20th, after the A's host the San Francisco Giants in Game 1 of the Bay Bridge Series. After the game, fans will have a chance to head out onto the field to enjoy a post-game fireworks show. Don't miss your chance to see Game 1 of the Bay Bridge Series and the best fireworks display in the Bay. Tickets available at athletics.com. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Sanson with you here on the A's Clubhouse show. The number is 833-625-2278. Coach! Coach, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm leaving the ball game. What a a not good game. (laughs) I I, I led this off with Ken Korak. We got a problem with... R I S P and L O B. Both those stats, no bueno. Yeah, but I think it's worse than that. I think it's runner on third, infield is back, and we're not going to put a ground ball into play. I, I don't know what that was all about. That, you know, how many times have we seen uh, Matt Olson this year ground out into the shift? I mean, so many times. 
ground out into the shift, gets us a run, puts another runner at third, you know, and, you know, Jed was trying to hit the ball deep, and he 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 was just overpowered by by Snell. And then, uh, you know, we had a runner on third with uh, – with um, infield back again when Chapman was up. I, the thing that gets me, Tony, the A's are so smart as an organization in certain things, and the offense thing, they just don't seem to figure it out. What do you think? They don't figure it out. Well, <laughs> I, I, I at some point, and some people have alluded to this, that some organizations, like take like the Houston Astros, they're not ones to tell you that, hey, we want to be a three true outcome team. We want to just hit home runs and walk. That's all we want to do. They don't say that. Yeah. So, but then again, they've got players before the trade, they have players that are better than ours. Jose Altuve is better than everybody we I mean if you, if you take Matt Olson, Matt Olson's special. But if you take Altuve, I'll just off the top of my head. Altuve, yeah. Brantley, Correa, uh Bregman. I mean you're talking about top of the line players. We try and mix, match, do a lot of different things. And and, and the thing is now we don't even mix and match. We now have pretty much a set lineup. Canna's playing in yeah. left. Loriano's now in right. Marte Parte is in center field. You know, Olsen is going to play first. Harrison's playing second. Elvis is playing third. Chat. I mean, Elvis is playing short. Chapman's playing third. And we'll see. I mean, everybody's like gets offended when I talk about Gomes. And they go, well, what about Murph? Murph's the future. However you want to do catcher, I'll give you. But we're pretty much a set lineup now, and you're gonna you're yeah. gonna spell guys different days. You know, uh, I mean, I'll be interested in the lineup tomorrow where you're going night game to day game, but yet there's an off day on Thursday. But I think with the way the trades went down, you're gonna see a pretty much a set set lineup every day for the Athletics, and probably a lot of uh, Jed Lowry. DHing, which I don't know what what that means for uh, Mitch Moreland's future. Well, I liked your lineup actually because you just uh, you know went through nine guys and you had uh, Gomes hitting fourth and Harrison fifth and uh, Jed sixth, which I think probably is a better lineup. I'm not sure if the A's will go there yet. You know, Jed is a you know he's a professional. He's a gamer. He's a two sixty hitter. And he's a 3.30 on base, and that's what he is this year, and that's what he is for his career, and that's what he'll always be. I mean, that's not what you want in your cleanup guy, though, you know. Um, But the thing is, you know, not being able to put the ball in play where the defense is giving you the run, and it was Olsen and Lowry and Chapman. I mean, those are premier athletes. I have to believe that if the A's organization emphasized that, that they could do it. I mean, that was, they're giving you the run. Just put the bat on the ball, and we, we could have won that game, you know, because that was it. And then the shifting. I mean, they're, they're shifting on Kim. I don't know if you noticed that. From, from my seat, uh, I don't know how far the shift was, but they're, 
they're shifting on Kim. How do they even know to shift on this guy? He's a, he's hardly even played. <laughs> and then that was the single that led to the three runs. Hey, by the way, so, um, if, if yeah. I got a bat and I haven't hit in, was it 30 years, they'd shift on me. <laughs> That's how ridiculous it is. That, I mean, they just shift. That's what we're going to do. We're shifting. That's what they do. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it literally is unbelievable. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'll be sitting there. I'm like, why are you shifting on this guy? Well, because we yeah. shift. That's what we do. The numbers that they just it's it's playing the percentages. It's it's like being it's like being you know a blackjack player. You're playing the percentages. Well, but but you've ne- that guy has hardly played. You know how do you know he's gonna you know, hit Manaya up the middle. I mean, what makes you think he's going to pull or, you know, pull or hit Manaya up the middle on that? And that led to those uh, the three runs in the second. And, Coach, so, every – and yeah. you know what? You'll have guys – and I can't have – I don't have an example off the top of my head, but over the years, you've got guys that come up and it's their first at-bat or it's their first game <laughs> and they've come up from AAA and you're shifting them. I'm like – you really have the data that really says this guy's first. He's nervous as heck. His heart's racing. His fa- his his parents are in the stands. He he just wants to not strike out. But you know that you need to shift him. I mean, I, I it just it drives me nuts. I, I would understand why. <laughs> it drove me nuts tonight. <laughs> Losing that game. Oh my gosh. You know, because they did so many things right, but they didn't do the little things that they needed to to win the game. So. But you know what's funny? Once we get to the yeah. postseason, what do they talk about? The little things. Well, and you got to do them. You know, you got you got to do those little things. You know, to to win to win the game. We've lost so many games this year that we should have won. So hopefully, we make it to the playoffs. And but you're right. I mean, these new players are, are good. You know, oh my gosh, Marte! I had no idea he had a, an arm like that. You know, jeez, you see that ball he threw home from the outfield? Goodness gracious! Wait a minute, you haven't been grinding Miami Marlins baseball? <laughs> no, nor uh, nor the Diamondbacks or whoever else he played <laughs> with the Pirates. <laughs> That's always so funny. That, hey, what do you think of this guy? Do you think I've been watching Marlins baseball? I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously he was on some good pirate teams, right? But it's like, it, it's like funny. Right. They'll, they'll give it like a, a, you know, you'll acquire some random reliever from some team. They go, hey, what do you think about this guy? Oh yeah, because I've really been grinding. Um, Name the team. I, oh, I I've been all over that. I really this terrible D back team. I can't wait to watch it every night. <laughs> no, I've hardly seen this guy. I mean, they don't. Those teams have not been very good over the years. You know, it's CJ Nikowski yeah. was it said it best. So the the you know he does television for the Rangers, and we love having him on A's Cast Live. And he was like, hey, let's not kid ourselves. Because he also does national. He also does uh, MLB radio on Sirius XM. But he says, let's not kid ourselves. We all know our organization better than the other organizations. Because we're at the ballpark all day long. I got there today at, I don't know, what, 2 o'clock? I mean, I've been here all day. So it's like 
How the hell am I watching Twins versus whoever? Like, it's just like, I mean, we can look at box scores and no names and no numbers, but you don't know what a guy's made of. You don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, hey, I would love to work for MLB Network and sit there, and they've got they've got every game on every screen, and their analysts can watch everything, kind of like you're at a casino. I'd love to do that, but that's not what my job is. No, well, but you do great work in what you do. We like that. We know that. So. I'm trying. I'm trying, Coach. You are. Well, tomorrow, maybe, hopefully tomorrow. I'm Hopefully Frankie's going to come out and they, they list it on the board, you know, the leaders of shutouts, and I forget what Catfish had, 36. So maybe Frankie can get number one tomorrow. Wait a minute. What was it? How many, oh, oh, for his career with the A's? Yeah, they were listing career career shutouts, and I think Catfish was in the 30s, and I don't know, Lefty Grove, I think, was at, at the top of the list or something. So coach, maybe coach, Frankie will get number one. You, you're, yeah. you're, you're dating yourself. You would have to actually <laughs> explain to the audience what a shutout is for them to know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We don't have enough time. <laughs> you, you, you mean a pitcher started the game and ended the game? <laughs> but. Yeah, it wasn't a seven-inning game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be a Mike Fires no-hitter, and it'd be a Sean Manaya no-hitter. Yeah, you gotta literally yeah. be—you gotta literally be perfect to get a complete game shutout. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's you know, you just gotta be about 115 pitches or 120 at most. Wait you know, a minute. When we, when we get when we get to 90 pitches, we're in panic mode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 90 pitches in six innings. Got to get them out of there. Oh, wait, hey, oh. if you go over 100 pitches, they've got the orthopedic surgeon on the line. They're 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 panicked. That's <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, I'm hopeful for tomorrow, you know. Tomorrow will be the day. All right, Coach. Take care, buddy. All right, Tony. You take care. Yeah, you like to joke. The complete game shutout. Think about that. Do you know how good and efficient you have to be to get that? How I mean, you have to be cruising through the lineup over and over and over again. What was Edwin Jackson's no-hitter with the D-backs? I remember interviewing him when we had him. Pasto, I think it was like 145 pitches or whatever. I mean, a front office would be panicking, panicking. That a guy's got 145 pitches. Unreal. I mean, now managers are like, the guy's got 95 pitches. Can we get through the sixth? Like, really? That's where Frankie, to me, who's going tomorrow, Frankie is like, this guy, he's he's built like a linebacker. He's built to go deep into games. Let him do it. When he's got that good fastball split combination and he can flip a little breaking ball in there for strikes, let it eat. Let him go. Because when he's going good like his last start, he is tough. All right, here is Bob Melvin with the media after the game. Hi, Bob. Uh, it seemed like in the in the early innings there were um, sort of just a lot of opportunities out there for you guys to, to score on the baseball. Is there just any sort of explanation for kind of the overall trend of, of maybe not cashing in some of those opportunities, or is it um, kind of an inning-by-inning inning basis? Uh, it's probably more, you know, 
just a, a tough game with situational at bats. We we got some guys on. We ran some. We put some pressure on. We had some guys with third less than two outs. We just you know didn't didn't put good at bats together in those situations, um, and that was you know we le- left nine on and. You know, so that was a little bit of an issue tonight, but I don't know that it cost us the game. But uh, just when you say that um, you didn't, maybe the bats weren't what you were looking for in those situations. What what was it that you were seeing that maybe you were like? Well, we results. I was talking about the results. We weren't getting results. I mean, they, they know what to do. They know they're trying to get a ball in the air with a guy on third, less than two outs, trying to shoot a ball the other way with a guy on second, and nobody out. Um, you know, we hit a couple balls hard in those situations. Just didn't get ourselves in better position to score some runs. Go to Shana Rubin. Hey, uh, hey Bob, what do you think about uh, Shamanaya's outing? Looks like a few close calls caught up to him in the second inning. Yeah, there was one in particular that might have been the end of the inning, but, um, you know, sometimes they don't go your way and you got to try to shut it down. And then, you know, some singles, some ground balls up the middle, um, you know, ended up being basically costing them. Other than the home run in the first, it was a three after that that one call that ended up hurting them some. So, you know, just put us behind a little bit, and you know, then our some of our at bats and situational uh, at bats weren't great. And next thing you know, we're we're down pretty significantly. So, it's just not our best game. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, Marte showed off his power today. And um, what can you say just about how he's performed since since he's came over? It seems like every day he's doing something kind of electric. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, he plays – the way he plays is exciting. And, you know, whether it's stealing bases, whether it's hitting a ball the other way, whether it's, you know, stealing bases, you're going to see some great plays in the outfield too. He's an electric player. He's a lot of fun to watch. So – you know, we knew that going in. Now we're getting it firsthand to see, you know, what a, what a distraction he can be too on the bases for pitchers. Um, so yeah, I mean, off to a great start for us. Finish up with Matt. Uh, do you get the sense at all that his aggressiveness maybe is rubbing off a, a little bit on the team overall? Uh, there were just a lot of stolen bases from different guys. Tonight. Yeah, I think you know that was a little bit of a plan, and I Snell can be a little bit slow to the plate, and you look at his stolen base numbers overall against him. You know, there's certain guys you target a little bit more so. Now, against a guy like that, you got to get guys on base, and we did today, so we had some opportunities to steal. There you go. You got a very athletic team right now. Why not utilize it? And I, I mean, when you look at Marte, I mean, this guy can do everything. Why not? Now, I don't want to run out of innings. Don't get me wrong. I mean, some stolen bases, some attempts are not good attempts. But putting pressure on the defense to make plays, not relying on home runs, which this year I can go to the playbook and Commander Cody and I can go to home runs. They've hit 132 home runs. Guess how many are solos like tonight? 91. You cannot live off Solo home runs. It does not work. It's not going to work. So, being more athletic, stealing bags, doing some hit and runs, hitting behind runners, 
Now with shifts, it's not hitting behind runners was like, oh, you're giving yourself up. It's a, a ground out to the second baseman. Not anymore. Second baseman's not there for a right-handed hitter. He's playing up the middle. Hitting behind the runner now gives you a free base hit into right field. Why not take advantage of it? Make contact. Hit it where they ain't. It's a simple statement, but it really works today. Because when people would say, hit it where they ain't, well, you had a standard defense then all those years. Now with the shift, they give you holes. They give you all these opportunities if you can make the adjustments. We talked about today on my third inning hit how today in baseball history is when Tony Gwynn started his career 40 years ago in Walla Walla, Washington in A-ball in the Northwest League. Can you imagine shifting on Tony Gwynn? You wouldn't. I asked Bob Melvin one time, if you shifted on Ichiro, what would he hit? Bob said 800. Bat control. Controlling the barrel of the bat. So many guys can't do it now. It's just like, wow. That's unreal. We want to get to, I know it's getting late, but we want to get to Sean Maniah because he got hit pretty hard. We want to hear from the big left-hander. Hey, Sean. Um, you had uh, obviously seen this lineup uh, just about a week ago. Um, did you get a sense that they were doing anything uh, or approaching you any differently today than they they did in San Diego? Um, yeah, pretty much everything. Was there anything in particular? I guess obviously some of the, the the hits in the in the beginning were sort of seeing eye ground balls. It seemed like, but um, was there anything that you could point to in particular for things that they were jumping on that maybe were more effective uh, last time out? Um, I mean, they were just on everything. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So just punch it. Hey, Sean, uh, you got hit by a ball pretty tough. I think the exit velocity was pretty um, high. Are you okay? Like, what happened there? Uh, yeah. Just going to have a big bruise, maybe? Um, I don't know. Finish up with Simone McCarthy. Do you think that's what caused all the problems in the second inning, or was it hard to get out of that bad call, and then you get your, your legs hurting? What What really went wrong in that inning? Uh, just throwing balls to their barrels. Well, safe to say he really didn't want to do that interview. Um, he has to be in pain. I think there's no question about that. And, you know, you get hit that hard on the inner thigh. I think we all know the inner thigh. Uh, he's going to be bruised for a while. And when Manny Machado rips one back up the box like that, and, I mean, he stayed in there and battled it, but as you saw, you know, from our vantage point where we are in the press box, and to watch him, you know, there was there was extreme pain. And I don't blame him. I mean, that they, he gutted it out. And you got to go to the podium, and he's not happy, and he's probably still in a lot of pain. And because you got to think, when you get hit like that, 
the adrenaline's going, right? Well, then at some point, the adrenaline goes away. And then now the real pain hits. And he's going to need treatment. I can guarantee you that. He's thrown the ball so well. You know, that was a tough one tonight. Now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All righty, Frankie Montas against Joe Musgrove tomorrow here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. It is going to be a 12:37 first pitch. Of course, you can watch the game on NBC Sports California or listen right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We will have A's Total Access for you at 11:37, and you're going to love our interview. Cole Irvin stops by. He's really good. He's a lot of fun to talk to. So 12:37 first pitch, and we will have A's total access at 11:37. A tough one for the Athletics tonight. Eight to one, they lose to the Padres, but they lost Game One in San Diego. Came back and won Game Two. We'll see if they can do that again tomorrow. And then you split with the Padres, and you go, "All right, good to see you guys." The next time you potentially see each other would be the World Series. Enjoy the rest of your evening and morning, and we'll see you tomorrow, 1137, right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. Okay, let's play a little game. How many pairs of footwear do you think Skechers have sold? 100 million? 200 million? 500 million? Not even close. Shunak the Magnificent? Over 2 billion with a capital B. 
Why? Because so many people worldwide have discovered that with every pair of Skechers, comfort is included. So once they try them on, they fall in love with the comfort. Then they get another pair, and another, and another. And how do Skechers include comfort in every pair? By being a comfort technology company and putting comfort innovations in every nook and cranny of their footwear. With features like air-cooled memory foam, hyper-burst foam, breathable mitts, ultra-go cushioning, and more. And comfortable fits like relaxed fit, stretch fit, wide fit, seamless fit, arch fit with expert-certified arch support, just to name a few. So if you're looking for stylish footwear that doesn't cost a fortune and feels like a million bucks, get yourself a pair of Skechers. Because no matter what pair you choose, you can be guaranteed one thing. They'll be comfortable right out of the box. Find them at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. 